This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1099, on suffering and surfing, by Dr. Chris Patty. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or OLD, where I narrate the best content I can find. For over three years now, I typically read from blogs or articles, same thing, I guess, and occasionally excerpts from books, sometimes even student essays, thanks to my really good friend of like 25 years, I think, Dr. Chris Patty. He's brought this podcast into his classroom and asked students to listen and write an essay that would fit what we talk about here, but share stories from their lives. Thought that was amazing. And I've even narrated some of his own work. The first time was in episode 99, exactly 1,000 episodes ago. So I thought I'd share one that I have shared before, but it was years ago, so you might not remember it or haven't heard it yet. It's called On Suffering and Surfing. And some background on him, Dr. Chris J. Patty, PhD, is an assistant professor of communication at Appalachian State University. That's up in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. His research highlights human experience through listening to and representing stories of love, loss, and transformation. I keep his contact info handy if you wanna reach out to him directly in his essays at oldpodcast.com, linked in this episode's description. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. But for now, let's get right to his essay and continue optimizing your life. On Suffering and Surfing by Dr. Chris Patty. One thing I know for sure, there is a lot in life we can't control. When I was 14, my dad died of cancer. He was only 39 at the time. He was one of the most alive, enlightened, and passionate people you could imagine. He was a mix of Indiana Jones and Clark Griswold. I've spent the last 19 years of my life learning to live with his loss, and I've dedicated my life and career to understanding the suffering that is inherent to human life. That's what initially brought me to Buddhist and existential philosophy, and I now consider myself an agnostic Buddhist. The first of the four noble truths of Buddhism is that life entails suffering. The second is that the cause of suffering has to do with how we think about ourselves and the world around us. To me, a perspective that acknowledges the suffering that we all have, whether we're the most privileged or disadvantaged person out there, is one that embraces a radically honest approach to life. Everything falls apart. Even the seemingly eternal sun at the center of our solar system will one day, many millions of years in the future, explode into a red giant and swallow up the earth before collapsing into a white dwarf and eventually burning out. It boggles the mind. Does this sound like a bummer? In my quest to deal with my own and others' suffering, I've learned that our culture teaches us to avoid discomfort at all costs. We find all manner of ways to run from it. We consume substances or material possessions or media or whatever 
in order to temporarily evade, push away, hide from, distract ourselves from, and dull the acuteness of our pain. The irony is, at a deep level, intuitive level, we know that doesn't work. The suffering comes back, often in a subtler and more powerful form. Trying to hide from it, dull it, and push it away only adds more anxiety to the equation. Again, bummer, right? The funny thing is, in practicing going towards suffering and holding it in awareness, as Buddhist nun Pema Chodron or Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh teaches, we can actually find a deeper peace with and appreciation of the world and our lives and relationships just as they are, in all their ephemeral, tragicomic beauty. You don't have to be Buddhist or existentialist to experience what I'm talking about in your own life. You don't have to be religious or agnostic, an atheist or scientist either. This is the same lesson I've learned from working and writing with Holocaust survivors. For my doctorate, I spent three years having compassionate conversations with Holocaust survivors on the theme of how they, and we, can deal gracefully with suffering. What emerged from this process was a great respect for human experience and the human spirit when faced with even impossible, incomprehensible situations. The survivors I talked with shared with me a wisdom that is found across cultures and throughout history. This is the same wisdom contemporary neuroscientists, psychologists, and medical experts are proving in the research done by organizations like the University of California Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center, John Kabat-Zinn's program of mindfulness-based stress reduction at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, and the collaboration between the Dalai Lama and researchers of the Mind and Life Institute. So just what is this big wisdom we've all been stumbling upon for thousands of years, this insight that could help us deal with the inherent suffering of our lives? It comes down to learning to surf. Let me explain by sharing a now classic story from a Holocaust survivor you've probably heard of, Viktor Frankl. To me, this story is the heart of his book, Man's Search for Meaning, and it's the best way to explain what I mean. Frankl's story took on new meaning for me this past summer as I traveled to Poland for the first time to witness the death camp at Auschwitz-Birkenau. Frankl's book is about his experience in Auschwitz, a suffering so intense, inhumane, horrifying, and unknowable that it seems from another universe. In this worst of human conditions, however, Frankl looked up to the sky through the barbed wire and saw the white clouds and blue atmosphere above. In this moment, a thought transfixed him. Quote, For the first time in my life, I saw the truth as it is set into song by so many poets, proclaimed as the final wisdom by so many thinkers. I understood how a human who has nothing left in this world still may know bliss, be it only for a brief moment, when his or her only achievement may consist in enduring his or her sufferings in the right way, an honorable way, end quote. This is a moment I came back to again and again in the classes I teach. If Frankl could come to this realization, even in the worst of human situations, maybe you and I can come to it in the difficulties of our everyday lives. Medical scientist and mindfulness guru, John Kabat-Zinn, famously quotes the yogi Swami Satchitananda's aphorism, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. This is what Frankl, those I've interviewed, and all these poets, existentialists, Buddhists, and neuroscientists are talking about. The question is, can you make a practice of learning to surf the inevitable waves of your life? Can you practice dealing gracefully with that which you cannot control? Practicing this highest of human arts, the art of suffering well, is tied to joy and appreciation for our lives and the world around us. Its byproduct is a deep gratitude for this very moment and the possibilities afforded by this present moment, 
even for those of us struggling with acute difficulties. The best way I've learned to practice surfing the waves of my life is through simple mindfulness meditation, learning to quite literally come back to my senses in the present moment for even a moment. Meditation is tough. Pausing on purpose is a radical act that goes against the grain of our culture and habitual behavior. Rather than being an escape from our fears, stresses, and suffering, it gets us to notice and non-judgmentally sit with what's actually happening within us and without us at this very moment. One minute a day is a good place to start. Now is a good time, and it's always with us. Take a seat. Breathe in. Bring as much awareness as you can to the feeling of breathing out. Notice how you feel. Notice what's going on around you. When a thought comes up, good, bad, or neutral, notice that too. When you drift off, no problem. Notice that and come back to the breath in the present moment. This is the practice. See for yourself if it doesn't help change your attitude toward what is happening in your life. What I know for sure is there are a lot of things we can't control. Existential freedom is realizing that no matter our external circumstances, we can control our attitude toward what is happening. When we do, like Frankel, no one and nothing can mess with us. And that's real freedom. While I wish my father hadn't died, I've learned to appreciate what his death has taught me and how it has connected me to others who suffer. Compassion, after all, means to suffer with. This is the best lesson I've learned. It gives me a profound appreciation for life, for those around me, for loving and being loved, even when things are tough and transient. Life is all the more precious for it. What a miracle it is that we're here at all. Learning to surf is a lifelong practice. The waves keep coming, so I hope you'll paddle out with me. All it takes is the intention to do so, and it's a beautiful way to live. You just listened to the essay titled On Suffering and Surfing by Dr. Chris Patty. It's a great essay, even after the second time narrating it. I think I narrated it differently this time too. It's a very rare occasion where I re-narrate anything. I think I've only done that once before, and it was by accident. Only one listener noticed, which was funny. I didn't even notice. But anyway, thank you to Dr. P for letting me share this with you. Again, I have his contact info at oldpodcast.com, linked in this episode's description. And feel free to check out all five of our shows where we narrate articles for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find them. And I hope you have a great Friday and wonderful start to your weekend. Thank you for being here and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.